All right, so wrapping up the series of conversations, discussions, and interviews I've had with, gosh, what, the last 10, 15, 20 episodes right here on Single You, the podcast. Of course, my name is Rika, and so we're going to wrap up these interviews, this series with Jalencia, who is a former client of mine. She was inside of Single You Academy for about 14 weeks, and she is going to discuss her journey inside of Single You Academy and what it was like to be my client and me, her coach. So that's this episode, and you will learn a lot about her growth and how you can also help yourself with your growth and personal development process whether it be with me or wise counsel, because, you know, I, I always tell you, it's not about you hiring me. It's about you doing the work and figuring out what that looks like for you, because the Bible does say it's wise to have wise counsel. So I encourage you, encourage you to seek wise counsel. Now, before we get to this full episode, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read some reviews because we are now up to 61 reviews right here on single you the podcast and you know my goal is to have a hundred by of course christmas december 31st right before we go into 2023 so i did want to say shout out to you i think it's tashi 0204 and yes i received it with love and the reason why i wanted to read your review is although it wasn't a five star that's okay because the way that you critiqued the podcast, I did receive it with love. I've gotten some really rude ones and I just don't read those and I ignore it because whatever, even Beyonce has haters. Um, but I do receive the ones that are coming with love. You're just critiquing and you're like, hey, I'm gonna continue to listen, but you know, I understand everybody got to start somewhere. You know, all of the big podcasts, the Charlemagne, the gods and Joe Rogan and what have you, they started where I'm starting, right? Where you don't have a production team um, you don't have a team really. And, um, you know, I'm making a little bit of money off of my podcast, but, you know, not a lot. So I can't hire somebody to help me. They all started there. And so it didn't sound perfect um, when they started. And mine doesn't sound perfect either. <laughs> um, and not, I don't think that, you know, Charlemagne's podcast or even Joe Rogan's podcast, they sound perfect. But I do know that you get better and you only learn by doing. So thank you for your um, comment. I really appreciate that. Um, I also want to read, well, I guess I should read Tashi's, right? Is it Tashi? She goes, hi, Rika. I like the show and I can definitely see the potential for high ratings. But I think there needs to be a little more structure when it comes to the content. I've listened to several episodes and they appear to be all over the place. For example, in the Man Code episode, you stated you were going to talk about a list of things and it didn't go any further than number one. I hope you received this with love. So with that, I think that maybe you missed part one and then there was a part two of the Man Code episode, which I totally understand because I realized after reading your comment that I did not state that. I didn't state that. Um, and so I went back and stated it in the episode. Um, and I guess putting it in the title, saying part one and part two isn't enough. So now I'm going to try to remember to open epi every episode, especially if it's part one and part two, like this and say, hey, by the way, this is part one. If you want um, part two, drop it next week. Or, hey, this is part two, start with part one. So I will get better with that. As far as um, if that's what you mean by all over the place, that's how I understand it. Otherwise, if maybe you're talking about the breaks and the commercials that I have, that's how I make money. So I do like to, you know, pause 
the conversations about at the 30 or 20 minute mark, drop in the anchor commercial um, because that's how I make money is playing the commercials. And as my podcast grows, I will have more commercials to play. And so if you listen to any podcast that is making money, um, especially the big ones, they do stop down for a second. They pause the conversation, do their read, and then keep going. So um, yeah, if you meant anything else by it, let me, you can DM me on Instagram so we can have a conversation so I can understand more so I can, you know, and everything gain understanding, which I love. Um, because when you leave a rating, I can't, we can't have a conversation besides me saying this on the podcast and I don't even know if you will get it. So, um, I'm going to shout out one more, um, review and this is from grooms queen. I believe I know who you are because, um, I have talked to you on Twitter, which I love. And you said, this podcast is not just for single ladies. I just so happened to stumble upon Rika through Twitter, which led me to this podcast. I love the wisdom that she shares and the questions that she poses. I'm a happily married woman, but the principles still apply to me. Every woman needs to be reminded to set her boundaries and to live her own journey for her own peace and happiness. I actually play this for my husband sometimes, as well as just, um, just to get his perspective. Great discussion starter for us. I also came from several very toxic relationships um, into the dating world. All of these experiences left me jaded for um, a time about men and relationships. So I can totally relate with a lot of the single experiences that I didn't realize at the time other women were, were experiencing. Well, thank you for that review. I really appreciate you, okay? So let's go ahead and get into the episode with Jalencia. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play an ad. Please listen. <laughs> um, and then of course I'll play the intro and then you will hear the conversation I had with Jalencia. I said, how did you wake up this morning? <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's neural linguistic programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? <laughs> All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. 
We're going to talk about my program, Single You Academy. Well, I'm not going to talk about it. It's going to be my former client, Jalencia. She is going to talk about it. And I am I'm excited to have you on the platform today, Jalencia. Thank you for doing this. I really, really appreciate you. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Um, this has been a journey and experience. So I'm excited to tell my story about it. And you look so pretty. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, you're my sister for life. Like this is, <laughs> it doesn't end at, at coaching clients. Um, so let's, are you ready? Let's just jump into it. Let's start yeah. from the beginning. Okay. And so um, I always have to start with the first question I ask everybody on the podcast. And it is, did anybody have a conversation with you growing up about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy? Um, no. I didn't start actually like kind of getting like tips and like advice from my parents mm -hmm. until like I, after I was going through the dating experiences, but it was like no sit down convo yeah. about what's healthy and what's unhealthy. Like my parents geared me to like focus on my studies and my schooling and I didn't really start dating, have my first boyfriend that was like kind of serious till I was 19. Yeah. So by the time I started dating and having a boyfriend, I didn't know anything about what's healthy or unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how did that affect you negatively or positively not having those conversations? What type of relationships did you end up being in uh, at the age of 19 when you first started dating? Um, I would say when I first started dating, I knew I didn't want a guy that was like a cheater for someone that was like physically abusive I knew those were like the cross lines of not being with a type of guy like that but as far as like getting your emotional needs met like knowing your goals like where he wants to grow in life as you guys get older and kind of knowing his morals and his character those were things that were like in the crossfires like, I didn't really know what I was exactly looking for. So I was just kind of accepting, like, whatever and not really putting up any boundaries or anything. So I was just dating to, like, date, you know, but not really, you know, having any, like, serious goals on, like, okay, how is this going to be or what I actually wanted. Yeah. And you know what? It's It's so good that you say that because where we are, especially when we're young and before we do the work, because trust me, 35 year olds are still going through this. We think like, oh, okay, well, yeah. So my parents said, don't, don't date the bad boys or whatever. And I, I would think the same thing like, oh, okay, well, I know in and out of jail, if he's a drug addict, I'm not going to date him. But when that's all, you know, the dysfunction that you set yourself up for, because dysfunction doesn't always look like dysfunction. He's not always coming at you in a way that you actually have discernment enough to see him right and mm -hmm. so when you were in these relationships um had was it um how would you describe those relationships like outside of dysfunctional what were you being cheated on were they like how were the that how was that experience for you when you were dating back then um, I would say they were very, like, emotionally manipulative and very, like, verbally abusive in those relationships. And it was because um, I didn't know myself or had found that love for myself. Like, I was accepting that, knowing that I needed to leave, but um, dragging it on to, like, it's, like, wits in to leave instead of leaving when I first seen it. Yeah. 
Yeah, we call that overstaying your welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and do you think that when you were in these relationships and you, you know, overstaying your welcome, you dragged it out long enough? Because did you have like hope that he'll change? There's something I can yes. do mm -hmm. Yes, I had hope that he would change and that the love that I gave him would make him see like I'm this great woman. You know, you need to love me like, yeah. you know, but no. <laughs> And I can't wait till we start talking about your growth because the woman that you are now is just so beautiful and I love it. So, um, okay, so you're experiencing that growing up and which by the way, Jalencia, you are in your 20s. I won't throw your age out there. But <laughs> I remember when you first reached out to me and you were like, hey, do you coach 20, you know, somethings, whatever. And mm -hmm. I was like, no. <laughs> Not really, um, unless you're serious. And because most people in their 20s, most women in their 20s, you are not ready to face yourself. You're not ready to be vulnerable. You are not ready to be honest. So let's talk about how did you find me, Jalencia? And how did you know you were ready? Okay, so I actually had found you back in April of 2021. I have found your podcast. So I had been searching for stuff because I just got out of a toxic relationship, but the, my ex was still lingering in back and forth. Yeah. So, you know, when you look up things on Instagram and or Facebook and then it starts showing suggested stuff, you like popped up in that where it shows like different things that you browse or that you follow. Yeah. And then one day I listened to you and I was like, wow, this is like the shit I've been going through with these different guys and like, continuous whether it's a relationship dating or get to know them it's like the same shit every single time but at that time since my ex was still lingering around I wasn't fully ready to like dive into having a coach but it was kind of planting a seed you know as they say like okay this is something that I might when I'm ready this is something that I want to do yeah and again so that's why I say for um, women who, who reach out to me, one of the first questions that I ask now, because I learned this through you and shout out to Nikita and Keetra and Ali and all of my clients is you spent some time with me before you reached out uh, to me to say, hey, I'm can Hey, can you help me? Which I love because now I know you have no like and trust. You know my mindset. You know that I'm talking to you. So after listening to the podcast for a while, your your something was tugging at you, right? For you to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, oh, I didn't mention that. So, yeah, I had listened to your podcast from like April 2021 all the way to November 2021 is when I actually joined Rika, the Single You Academy. So all those months, like I had been lingering back and forth with my ex and, you know, on the dating scene. And it's just like I kept getting these same results. Like I thought, okay, maybe I can help myself. Like I don't need a life coach. Like someone to tell me like how to be confident, how to be single. Like, you know, I could be like doing other things with my money, which is bullshitting. But <laughs> but yeah. Um, right. But you're being honest with where you yeah. are. And so for, for you listening, girl, I want you to hear Jalencia's words. Right now you're in this mindset of like, I don't need that. I don't need that. I can, I can help myself. I can save my money. I can do this. And so I would just ask, how well is that working out for you? 
And so obviously you came to the conclusion, Jalencia, like, okay, let me go ahead and <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me reach out to Rika. So what did you tell yourself right before? Because I feel like some people are so nervous to send me a DM. So what did you tell yourself before you DM me on Instagram? Um, I kind of wanted to give you like a scenario. So it wasn't like you were judging me because I didn't know like what type of life coach you were going to be. Like it seemed like you were understanding, but you never know until you have that interaction. So I kind of like gave you a scenario and then was like, okay, can you help me? Like, I just kind of came to you like halfway transparent, not all the way, but just like a scenario of like, okay, if you're going through this or you've been through this, are you able like to help me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm well, let me ask you this. And did I judge you or was I sweet? <laughs> no, she did not judge me. She was super sweet. Um, she's like, okay. And you like kind of gave me like, okay, like what's your background, your career? Kind of asked me a little bit of information about myself. And then you kind of sent me like what your proposal looks like after our Zoom call. So you gave us a chance to like meet on Zoom, kind of person to person. So you could answer my questions and I could get you could I could get your answers questions. Your questions answered. Exactly. Yeah. And I do it that way. I call it my application process because um, before I would just when I first started, you know, you live and you learn, especially when you're starting your business and whatnot. I was like, oh, I get on a call with everybody and I'll help everybody. But then that's when you figure out who's real and who's not. So my application process is actually pretty long. It's like two weeks. Um, and then we make the decision. And then ultimately you get to go back and say, you know, because I remember I was in Atlanta when we did our Zoom call. And yeah, it was, yeah, it definitely was in November. And I was like, I'm going to give you a few days to think about it, right? Because it's a nice price. It's not $50 a month. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. And I don't, and psychology wise, statistically, if you're not, if you don't have any skin in the game, if you don't pay for something, you're not going to take it seriously. You're not, especially mm -hmm. because I give you a lot of work to do. And so it's easy for you to say, I don't have to do this. I'm not, I just ain't, this is free anyway. Well, I don't have to take it serious. But when you paying for something, you got skin in the game. You're like, I got to do every, <laughs> every video I'm showing up to every call. But I, but yeah, so I do the application process. So you get to know me, I get to know you. And then we get to see if we're great as coach and client, which obviously it worked out. And so after, let's get into that question. Um, so you joined Single You Academy and I know that, you know, you did have some hesitation about the price. Um Yes, I did. <laughs> so I want to know, what did you tell yourself? I guess the word convince to convince you that this, mm -hmm. I need this. And so I'm going to go ahead and make the investment. Um, I would say like having, having like my ex still like trying to come back in my life, like lingering with the bullshit, like him trying to come back in my life. And then the guy I was talking to, like kind of seen at the time he was giving me the same like bullshit. So it was just like having that like personal epiphany or like I had like a emotional breakdown. I was just like, yeah, it's pricey. But also I think about all the times I've invested the money into these broken relationships and wasted my money and my time. Like, why don't I try something that's actually going to invest in myself so much that I can come out better? Yeah, that's so good. Say that because 
basically you were sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's why I always mm -hmm. say, you know, cause you know, part of the application process, I'm asking you, what have you tried? And a lot of people will say advice from friends, praying, some people therapy, and it hasn't worked, but it's because you actually haven't done the work to look within and That's where it starts. People think, I, well, let me ask you this. Did you think like, oh, all I have to do is ask her for advice. I can willpower my way through. Did you think that was going to be your avenue of getting out of this cycle of dysfunction with men? I would say no, because my mom, she was giving me advice, good advice. Like, you know, as I was going through this process with Rika, like I was hearing some of the things my mom would say, but it just wasn't, it wasn't hitting. But, you know, her holding me accountable and like going through the work that she was giving me, I was like, oh, and her maybe being closer to my age too had an effect on me thinking like, okay, this is somebody that's in the same age range and been through the same experience yeah. and very like confident, like, whoa, like that's something that I want to be. Yeah, I got you. So you're saying like the homework I gave you and stuff like that. And so you are, I just want to clear this up. So you are saying the advice that like maybe your mom or even friends or whatever had given you before you met me, it just wasn't hitting right. Like you just no. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So then piggybacking off of that, you know, okay, well, when my mom was giving me my advice and stuff, I just didn't get it. What do you think was different with me and you going through this program that made you go? Because all of the light bulbs that you had, Jalicia, I mean, <laughs> I, and that's what I want for you, right? Like that is my um, promise to you. If you join Single You Academy, like you going, you really gonna get the transformation that you want as a woman to come at the other end, being confident and having the audacity to believe that you can get the type of relationship that you want. So what do you believe the difference was? Do you feel like you were just finally ready? It was the way I taught it. Like, what, what do you think that was? Um, I say I was finally ready in the way you taught it. Cause I know like when you first started giving me the homework, like that was a lot. Plus I was like working two jobs too. So it was like trying to balance like working two jobs and giving all this homework and like working on myself on places that I've never like went inside to work on and just like the um, like the experience of like getting to put those raw emotions that I hadn't dealt with from like past traumas. Like it was a lot, but it was at the point where I was ready to face myself basically. Yeah, that's beautiful. I always say like, I'm at the intersection for you when you say you're ready. And then it's like, either I do the work or I just keep going on the path that I've been on. And again, it's like, how well has your past relationship worked out for you when you trying to willpower your way through? And then I give you the work and I applaud you for showing up every other week and facing yourself, looking in that mirror and be like, yo, Jalindsay, <laughs> like you fumbled your boundaries here. You did this, you did this. And so the amount of facing yourself and the amount of growth that you've had in the self-awareness area, it's exactly what I want for you. And I love that. All right. So let's talk about, um, as you were going through the program, I know you got some like, I guess it would be opposition from friends and family members. Like, why would you pay for that? And why would you, what were those conversations like? Cause I remember you know, pretty much weekly, you'd be like, yeah, so I told my, my friend this and that, and they were like, 
why would you need that? Or, they, you know, they question why would you pay that much money for a coat? And so tell me what those conversations were like. Yeah, I remember like having like a dinner or lunch with my friend and like when the new year came in and she was kind of asking me, you know, like, how's your, you know, coaching going? And I told her it's going great. And, you know, the, the question came up, like, how much did you pay for it? And I had told her and she was like, wow, you couldn't do that yourself. And I was like, no, I couldn't. Like, I was so confident. And just establishing, just saying, no, I couldn't. Like, this is like some real work that has shaped my mindset. Like, I know in the past that would be something that I wouldn't even share with anybody or let anyone know I needed a coach or even told them the price. But at that point, uh, the work I had been doing with Rika had made me the confident woman to be sure of myself and sure of what I was doing for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so proud of you when you would come back and be like, yeah, and I told her to price, but like, I didn't even care. Because <laughs> um, you knew that you needed it. And it's, um, you know, so on my platform, I'm trying to change the mindset, the way women think about the help that they're receiving. Because most of us do think like your friend, like you think you couldn't do that on your own. But again, I'm, I want women to face their track record. And if your track record is saying you're in this continuous cycle of dysfunction, then that should let you know, oh, I can't do this by myself. This is not work that I know how to do on myself because most of us don't even know where to start. When we know like, oh, I want to do the work because had, had you ever even heard of a life coach before, before you found me? Actually, I had not heard of a life coach. And I thought when I did kind of start hearing about it a little bit, but that's like when I found your podcast, I was always thinking that was like unreachable with me or like super expensive or like, no, like we don't, we don't do that over here. Like <laughs> I can read books and like, you know, I can figure that out by myself. Like I'm embarrassed to let people know about my past like relationships. Like I didn't want you know, no one to know, not even a culture, let anyone know that I was doing something like that. Okay. So then, um, obviously we had, uh, you reached out to me, you, we had our zoom call, um, and then you decided to sign up. So the first week when I was like, okay, here are your assignments. What were you thinking then? Were you nervous? Were you like, okay, so what, like, what were you thinking then? when you had your first assignment? Um, I was pretty nervous. Like I didn't know what to expect because I was kind of like, so wondering in my head, like what work is she going to give me that helps me like turn into this confident woman, like work on myself. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, I've never seen anyone do this before. So like when I got the first assignment, um, yeah, it was nervous and it was hard because I was working two jobs. But the thing with Rika was she was very flexible and understanding. And I feel like her being that flexible and understanding um, helped me stay at it and stay motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not the uh, it's not like, um, you know, I'm not a trainer, so I'm not cussing you out and making you do these 75 squats and this and that. Like, I definitely understand that we're all busy. Um, especially you with with the job situation. And so I wanted to make it a space where we had time 
and we had time to do the work. And I knew that we had, we had 12 weeks to do it, 12 to 14 weeks to do it. And so I just appreciate, you know, and we talked about this in the beginning and when we signed the contracts and everything, I'm like, just always let me know. Um, because what I am hoping and my reason for that is helping you be impeccable with your word, uh, which is, you know, one of the more agreements and that's yeah. one of the books that we read. And so if you can learn to be serious about the things that you say you wanted growth in, like in the areas that you wanted growth in, if you can learn that and be impeccable with your word, it is going to spill out and pour out in the dating relationship realm. Because every time you show up and every time you do the homework, you're like, yo, look what I did. Weren't you proud of yourself every time you completed a worksheet, every time you showed up to a call? How did you feel about in those moments? Um, yes, I felt very proud of myself. And I actually felt like I was learning something, not just to help me in the dating zone or, if, you know, to help me inspire me when I get a boyfriend or relationship that I want. This was stuff to help me in my daily life even like further myself in all like aspects of my life. Yeah. And I love that you said that. And speaking of dating, we're going to talk about if you want to, your, do, do we have permission to talk about your boyfriend coming up here pretty soon? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I love it. Okay. But before we get there, I do. <laughs> okay. So you are, you're showing up and you're doing the work. So while you were doing the work, when you were going through the process, do you feel like you had heard the things that we were talking about before? Or did I open your eyes up to a whole new realm of like self-love and self-care and being a confident woman? I think you, I had heard those things before, but I would say I wasn't listening. Like you can hear people say things or tell you things, but that doesn't mean you're always listening or ready to take action. So when I was doing the work with you, like I was actually in the mindset of ready and some things you did like open my mind to you that I just was like, whoa, I didn't know that. Or, oh, really? Like, okay, you're not supposed to accept that. Or, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Or you're supposed to look for these like key things when you're dating. And I love that you said, um, I, that's why I don't call myself a dating coach because I did not create Single You Academy to help you get a man. I did. That's not, no. I think that would contradict my message in saying you're worthy regardless of your relationship status. Is it okay to desire a husband? Absolutely. But I didn't want that to be the focus. So I'm really glad that you and all of my clients, you get that. Like you, when you do the work, you're like, oh, she got, this is, <laughs> this is more about self-love. So could you give me, um, some ways, some tangible ways, you know, maybe two or three ways that you saw yourself grow in the area of confidence as a woman. You know, like when you first met me, you were here, right? And then when mm -hmm. we were, you were like up here, do you have maybe some tangible things that you can say that you, you know for sure that you've grown in this area? Um, I would say when it comes to telling people no, um, I didn't feel guilty about it. Um, like if you, if I didn't want to do something or if I was just, just tired, like I used to feel like guilty, like, no, they're not going to like me, like kind of like a people pleaser and going through this course is like, I said, no. And, you know, I don't feel about it. Of course, you're going to explain, you know, a little bit to your close friends, but at the same time, 
I felt comfortable saying no. And it's like, if you're a close friend, you should be close, but I'm not going to chase after you, you know? So that was one way. And then able to set the boundaries, like when I did decide to start dating again, like if you're not respecting what I'm telling you or what I'm not willing to do or where I'm trying to meet me at, like, bye. Like, <laughs> like my feelings aren't hurt. Like truly, like, you know, in the past, my feelings would be all hurt. And, you know, I'd be like, oh, I got these like butterflies. Like, I don't want to stop talking to him. But not. it was just like, oh, nope, you're not respecting me. You're not respecting my boundaries. Like, bye. Mm. Oh, that is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> um, And so, you know, that's why the four pillars I say that, you know, we really go through and over inside of Single You Academy is knowing who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue, knowing what you want and how to get it, and then having the audacity to believe that you can get what you want and the patience to wait for it. So that's what I feel like you just said, because you no longer internalize like, oh, you know, I don't want to die single and I'm a single woman and I want to have this man. So let me just fumble all of my boundaries and do the thing that I have to do, you know, do the thing that I think that I have to do to get him to pick me. You are no longer in that space of like, I need to get this man to pick me. Am I correct? Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, and yes, and that is a confident woman. You know, that's why I say, you know, um, how do you show yourself that you love yourself? It's in your boundaries. So let's talk about some of those boundaries because I know you got a boo now. And I was there at the beginning <laughs> and I remember, but you know what? I will say this too, Jalencia, you were really smart in asking me, do you think I should be dating now while I go through single you Academy? Mm -hmm. I'm not the coach to tell you, no, I'm, how do you feel about that? And I asked you, you know, cause I'm, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to make you me. I'm not here to tell you what to, what to do. I'm here to help you pull out of you what it is that you want and then help you get that. That's why I say know what you want and how to get it, right? And so mm -hmm. that inlines the boundaries. And so I remember when you met this young man, what did you do differently this time around that you didn't do in your past uh, relationships? I would say um, I definitely took it slow, um, as in like the physical boundaries or like, you know, him like coming into my place, like, you know, and I actually took it slow as asking the right questions because after going through your academy, I actually knew what kind of questions and what kind of man I was actually looking for. Because I think that was one of your things like, okay, you were like, if you're going to start dating, you know, you need to know the questions to look for and look for the action behind it. Like, you know, you can ask someone questions, they could tell you anything, but I actually was looking for the actions behind what my current boyfriend was saying. Like, you know, are you really into that? Are you really doing that in his character? So it was like when I was going through the dating with him before we became boyfriend and girlfriend, I was really looking at his actions and just taking it slow. I wasn't getting all my like heart invested in it. You know, I was thinking first and not just having it all like all my emotions in. That yeah. makes sense. No, girl, you know it does to me for sure. And so there's two ways I want to take this conversation. So the first way is when you say you were asking him questions, could you give us a tangible? You know, I love tangibles. Uh, one or two questions that you asked him that help you determine if he was suitable enough for you or not. 
Um, I would say in the beginning, I asked him the question, you know, even before it got to like, oh, we're going to go on a first date, just talking, like, are you even looking for a serious relationship? Like, are you looking to just be friends? Or are you looking for something like a situationship or like a friends with benefits? Like, what are you like kind of looking for right now? That was like one of the questions I asked them. And I kind of asked them like, for me, the kind of guy I'm looking for, like, are you have a good relationship with your parents? Like, how was your childhood? You know, like, you know, what kind of degree do you know, do you even have a job? And if you do have a degree, do you really have a degree? <laughs> like the type of things like I'm looking for, like, a, you know, are you really who you say you are in these beginning stages before I even start having these feelings? That was some of the things I was asking. Love you so much. So, and then it's like <laughs> when you're asking the questions, you listen for the answer, and then you see if his character matches up with what he says, because that's his character. That is who he is. If he says, Yeah, I'm somebody who loves bike riding, you know what I'm saying? I try to at least ride my bike four times a week, and you've been talking to him for three weeks and he ain't never been on that bike. We have a character yeah. flaw here. This is somebody who wants to be something, but he's not going to do the work to actually get there. And then you have to ask yourself, do I want to date somebody like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there is a quote that says how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're lying about this, if you're not being honest with yourself, and I'm not saying that makes somebody a bad person or a good person. It's just when you know who you are, Jalencia knows who she is now. I know who I am. That would be a guy who is not suitable for me. Mm -hmm. exit the premises okay so good for you and asking all of the right questions so um when you were uh asking him these questions and you you guys started you know the talking phase how did he receive it was he like whoa she's she asking a lot of questions obviously it worked out because you guys are still together how did he receive it because i want uh, do i want to say no i want to hear your answer first and then i'll say yeah um, he just kind of just answered the questions like very calmly and he wanted to keep the conversation going and he kind of reflected back and asked me the same type of questions. So he was like very honest and transparent from the beginning. And that's what I really liked and like what I was looking for, like the honesty and the calmness of it. Like, you know, the sincerity, maybe that's better, the genuine of his answers. Like, it wasn't like, oh, hey, like, like, why are you asking me that? You know, like the bullshit that guys try to be saying. Like, he yeah. actually wanted to keep the conversation and kind of know about me, too. It was like an equal conversation. Like, I was trying to get to know him and he was actually trying to get to know me. Like, we were both trying to get to know each other. It wasn't one sided where I'm trying to get to know about him and he's barely asking me any fucking questions, you know? Because <laughs> that's the life. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, you know, one in a thousand. I'm not going to, you know me, I don't paint all men with one, one brush, but, yeah. um, you know, in this season, as of right now, you, uh, I love the relationship that you guys have started and, and, and building. And so how was your, oh, okay. So this is what I wanted to say by hearing that because I want, yes, you girl listening to understand that you can ask the hard questions and the one that is for you will not flee. You just yeah. heard what Jalencia said. Um, we had Brian on the podcast uh, last week and he said the same thing. Like if he's hella interested in you, he's asked the hard questions because that is just another um, 
tool in the box of guarding your heart. That's what God asks us to do mm -hmm. is guard your heart. And that's another tool. So now that I know who I am and I know what's suitable for me, let me ask all of these you know, questions so I can get to know him. And so when you were getting to know him, were you one of those women that kind of had an attitude and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this? Or how did you approach him? Were you very sweet and just like, hey, I just want to get to know you. How was your demeanor in that situation? Um, I would say I was very sweet. Like, I just want to get to know you. Like, it wasn't like high, um, high expectations. Like, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Like when we went on our first date, for example, before we went on our first date, I kind of got in like, what kind of food do you like? You know, like I love seafood and, you know, so I was like, you know, do you like seafood kind of, you know, thing, but I didn't like suggest the restaurant. He actually suggested a restaurant that we go to. He picked it. So I didn't want to come off as like uh, pushy or attitude-y. I just kind of want it to be a genuine, like I'm getting to know you as a friend and then we'll see where this goes. You know, and thank you for that because that was just uh, I wanted to prove to some of the men who think I'm creating man haters <laughs> that I'm not. No, I'm always like, listen, if you're gonna be out here dating, you need to be sweet. Just know who you are and do not let him walk over your boundary because once you do that, mm -hmm. you have not him. I can walk over her boundary. Well, she's not serious. So I love that. Okay, so let's get into. Do you want to share maybe some of the questions that he asked you? Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. He had asked me uh, kind of like what I, you know, I did for a career. And like, you know, he told me he was about big on empathy. But he was the first guy that actually told me about empathy like what do you feel about empathy and what do you feel about loyalty I think that was one of the questions and like uh what do you feel about being in a relationship like what are you looking for and like I've never had a guy like ask me about empathy like uh? <laughs> <laughs> um I love that and so yeah like you said it was a a, a constant back and forth of you two getting to know each other. And I know that going through this process with you, you had to cut off some friends. Um, yes. So tell me what that experience was like and um, why, you know, obviously I know why, but I want you to tell her who's listening. Like <laughs> I know we've had these discussions, but um, tell us about that, you know, losing friends as you're doing the work. Um, I would say it was hard. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was hard losing friends because, like, I have been hanging out with these friends, like, all summer. You know, you hang out with your girls. You know, you're having fun. <laughs> you're going to the club and stuff or whatever, you know, you and your girls do. But then it was, like, you know, I was ready to do the work of, like, the inside, Jalencia, like, looking at the man in the mirror. And they just weren't ready. And which is fine. Like, but it's like, was at a point where they weren't understanding either. Like, you know, and I was like going through this with Rika, I was learning how to be more like transparent and kind of let them know because I thought they were my friend. Like, I'm going through a lot right now. You know, I'm working, I'm going through both jobs, but you know, like I'm, we're still friends, but like, I just won't be able to like go out with you like all the time because I'm like working on myself and like, 
going through this and learning how to establish boundaries, it's like, I already told you twice. Like, <laughs> I don't need to tell you another time, like why we're not hanging out, like every weekend going out. And it's just like them not understanding. I was just like, it's fine. Like, if you guys don't want to be friends, I'm totally fine with it because I'm not going to give up on myself just to be friends with you guys. Like, I can meet you guys later once I'm done with the journey and then uh, we could link up, you know, if, if, if it's a, a mutual understanding and no judgment of us being friends. But right now I got to take care of myself. Oh, gosh, that was so good. What was it? What did, I wish I could rewind real quick as you said something. And it was I think you said I'm not going to give up on myself just to be your friend. Um, yeah. That <laughs> is so beautiful because. What I know for sure about my clients, when you come to me, you think, I just got to get better at boundaries with men. No, no, no. If you're fumbling your boundaries with men, it's with everybody because you are naturally just a people pleaser. Most women, we're just naturally a people pleaser because we want everybody to be okay. We have this mothering spirit. And so we're people pleasing across the board. And so that's why I work that's why now I call myself the boundaries coach, because that is the work that I do with you is we got to get these boundaries in place on every level. And the more that you do it, the more you flex that muscle, the better you get at it. Am I right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So uh, and another thing I love that you said is like, it's not about judging your friends, but it is about no. going on a journey that if they're not involved with or don't understand, sometimes in this season, the friendship has to kind of stop, you know, mm -hmm. and we can come back or maybe we can't. Um, but that's good on you to have to have gotten to a place where you were able to say, this is where I'm at. And if you cannot meet me where I'm at, I got to go. And that's okay. yeah, because it, it did bother me. You know, your friends are your friends. You want to have, you know, your girlfriends and stuff. You know, Rika, though, I was telling her about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like isolated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't friend. But Rika was there to, like, you know, help me and talk me through it. And that's what I love so much about her and being in her academy is, like, she was, like, a comforting hand, like, a comforting person for me. Yeah. And what did I tell you? I said, yeah, sometimes the work is lonely. That's a lot of things that people on you know social media and they they don't tell you but when you are on this journey it can be very lonely because if nobody else is you're just like okay so it's just me by myself okay but if you keep going you'll get to where you are now so a couple more things i want to talk about is let's go here let's talk about um the books you know that i had you read um which one was your favorite and why? I would have to say Trust. Yeah. Trust by Ivana or Ilana, right? Ayanla yeah. Van Zandt. Uh -huh. I, mm -hmm. That book was like, like everything, like a, a tearjerker, like a self-reflection, like epiphany, like all those things in one. Like when I would read that book, I would like get in somewhere quiet and just like get in the zone because I knew it's going to be deep. Like, it touches your soul, that book. Like, no lie. Like, 
Like the first time I read it, like the first chapter, first couple pages, like I was just like bawling because I just related it, related to it so much. Like, I'm like, wow, like, you know, someone like her went through something like this, or, like someone like her goes through these types of things. Like, you know, it was just like, it was powerful. Yeah, uh, Ayama makes you uh, face yourself. So again, if you're not ready, um, you will not receive that book how it's supposed to be received. You will not have transformation if you're not ready, but you were ready and you were ready to be honest with yourself. So that was my next question. <sighs> you had to be honest with yourself, Jalencia. So if you want to share one thing, you don't have to share. You don't have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> But what was the most honest thing? What was your like most honest realization about yourself? Um, I would have to say that um, I was a very impatient person. Like when it came to like being in a relationship, like, you know, I just automatically thought, okay, if I look cute, you know, I cook, you know, I do all this. Like, you know, I'm a great woman. I know how to love, be loyal. Like, I'm going to get the perfect relationship without, you know, the work. Like, actually, like, finding a man that actually is somebody I want. But I didn't know what I wanted because I didn't know myself. And I also had to be honest of how I was presenting and letting men, like, run over my boundaries. Like, I'm saying one thing, but I'm acting like this. And that is a space a lot of women are not in. It's and and you're in your twenties, like I said earlier. Women at forty don't even have that realization, Jalencia, because they're not doing the work. You have to realize you can't just be walking around here talking about I cook, I clean, I can sex good, da da da. So I'm gonna get the relationship I want. That ain't got nothing to do with getting the relationship you want. It's all about your boundaries. It is your boundaries, and that starts with knowing who you are. So, okay. So we'll call that one, um, we'll call that a negative aspect that you found out about yourself. What positive thing did you find out about yourself while doing the work? Um, I would have to say um, one positive thing I found out, um, like I would say my ability to like be more patient, like on a reflection of the negative, like. I learned more patience in the dating process and I learned to not like view every man as a fuck boy. Like <laughs> every guy isn't a fuck boy. It's like how you're approaching this dating world. Once you know yourself, like you don't have to be like attitude or you need to take me here and do this. Like, no, like, you know, just to get to know the guy, but know what you want when you're doing your dating. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, oh gosh, I had a thought and now it went away. Okay, if I think of it, uh, we'll go there. But okay, so when uh, so obviously Single You Academy is like a 12 to 14 week program and I give you homework and worksheets and then we meet um, eight times in those 12 to 14 weeks. How long did it take you to realize, oh, this is about to work for me? Was it a week, two weeks, a month? Like at what time frame do you think you were like, oh yeah, here we go. This is what I paid for. Like, I'm so excited and I have no regrets. I would say, well, I joined in November and I would say like the kind of the end of November, beginning of December, 
And I feel like I started seeing results like January. So I would say about a month, three weeks. I would say about a month. Yeah. I started seeing a change in like my mindset and being okay with things that back then I wouldn't have been okay with, with had like a, been all upset, angry, frustrated. Like I was just very calm and just like, okay with the way things were going and like things were. That's beautiful. Yeah, because the process, so the Bible talks about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And obviously Single You Academy is a faith-based program. We talked about God a lot inside of Single Mm -hmm. You, right? Um, And so would you say that going through the academy, your relationship with God got better, closer, you unlearn, because I always say I help you unlearn a lot of the bad dating Christian theology that they regurgitated on us. And then we just learned to regurgitate it. We had no idea what it meant. I help you unlearn that so you can relearn. But you know, I love me some Jesus, okay? Yeah. yeah, Do you think it made you closer to God? Like, where are you in your relationship with God now? Um, Yeah, I think it made me closer with God. And I think it made me actually search and understand with my understanding. Like it actually made me get closer and want to learn more and understand more versus before I was more like fearful or thinking like God was judging me or, you know, it it was like connect, but I would go to him like when I needed something versus just going to him to be thankful. I just, I love what I do, God. Like, this is why, (laughs) this is why I do well, I do. This is why. Oh, my God. OK. And another thing I wanted to say um, with you saying, you know, you started seeing results um, within a month. Again, it's not it's I want you to hear what Jalencia is saying. It's not about dating. It's about getting to know who you are. And once you have somebody to hold your hand and walk you through it, the transformation of your mind could be quick. It doesn't take. Now, the work will always be right. And and mm-hmm. and things that you're doing now, now that we are um, not coaching client anymore, but the work is always going to be, but the foundation that you lay and the mindset shift that you get to Mm -hmm. be confident enough to walk forward is actually pretty quick. You just have to start doing the work and building that habit. And then that's when this is where the nerdy part comes out because I am neuro-linguistic programming. I know the way that I built my program that, yeah, in the first few weeks, month, the neurons have started forming now in your brain for you to think this way now, instead of the negative space that you were in about you as a single woman, about men, about whatever. That's, that is why the change can be quick, but you have to keep watering it. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, one of the things that I always say inside the program, I'm not gonna be here forever. We're not going to be, this is not a five-year program. Like you, I will have to let you fly. We're not making a codependent relationship. And I, I encourage you to continue the work, right? So what does that look like for Jalencia nowadays? Because we were done, I want to say, were we done in February? March? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think February. Yeah. Yeah. Around February. Around February. Yeah. Since I have let you fly, (laughs) um, how are you continuing to do the work? What does that look like for you? Um, I would say I kind of go back on my notes that I have written or what I have journaled in. Good. Um, 
she had gave me like a list of some books. So I'm still reading the different books that she gave a list of and just like, just kind of keeping that same kind of routine I established when I was going through the program. And I try to keep it now, even though I'm out of the program so that I can keep my mind on the positive and healthy because it's like you get on social media and you start seeing all this type of stuff and then you, you start being like, oh, you know, your mind starts to wonder. But I feel like staying, keeping that same routine, even though I'm not in her program on the different things that I'm doing, help me help is helping me stay on the right path. Yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure you don't want to revert back to the Jalency I met back in October. No. <laughs> like she goes, uh, hell no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard that. Okay. I do have a few more questions, but first, let me ask you if we have permission to talk about this. If not, we'll wait till the live ends because I know you said you sent me a DM like maybe a month ago. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to update you on me and my boyfriend. I can't wait to tell you the story about our trip. So is that a me and you conversation or did you want to talk about that on the podcast? Um, we can um, we can talk a little bit on here. OK, OK. Well, <laughs> tell me what you wanted to tell me because I'm excited. I was like, I'm excited. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, me and my boyfriend, we went to like San Francisco and, um, for like a week, like five days, basically almost a week. And, um, it was kind of my first time flying in a long time. We went to like different things in the day, but I would feel like traveling with him, I felt safe and I felt comfortable. And it was like, we both did activities that we agreed on and things that we both wanted to do. It wasn't like, oh, well, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Like arguing over petty things. It was like a, like a chill vacation where we both would say, okay, we're going to do this. We kind of planned our itinerary and we were both like, we followed it. So would you say like, so, you're, so you're saying versus what you've had in the past, this was yeah. Okay. So then what would your past relationships would have been like? What would that, what, what would a trip with one of your exes been like? Um, like basically like as we got there, like a couple hours later or even the next day, it would have been like a big argument Yeah. and that person just walking away from me somewhere where we're, I don't, we don't even know where we are, but because he's pissed off and he's angry He's just going to leave me and walk away. Yeah. Yep. And so I heard you say, um, you know, your, your boyfriend now, which by the way, I would just like, can I take credit for, um, I get not helping you find a boyfriend, but basically, um, starting off on like, um, a good footing, right? Because we talked about family yeah. and God talks about that, like having a, a, a good foundation. Can I take credit for that? Am I allowed to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> not I'm, again, I'm not a dating coach, but I feel like what perfect timing for you to have, because it's not like you were looking for your boyfriend either. And no. I just feel like it was. <laughs> Tell me I'm, if I'm wrong. It was just kind of like perfect timing for you to be going through this and then finding him at the same time. Yeah, it definitely was. Like when I first started talking to him, I wasn't looking for a boyfriend or to 
jump into a relationship, I had learned how to take the dating process slow. But I would say going through the work, I mean, going through the program and doing the work while, you know, talking to him and beginning to date him helped me keep those boundaries and to be on the cautious side, well, guard my heart going through the process. So I'm actually getting into a relationship I exactly want and not just doing it because I don't want to be lonely or I fear what others are going to say about me. Um, you know, you're not talking to the guy. Like, why are you not his girlfriend? You know, blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But when you know yourself, you take it at your pace and you really get yep. to know him. Um, so I'm going to take credit, but I will say this. I'm still not a dating coach. Shout out to Anwar who's watching right now on Instagram. He's the dating coach. If y'all want a, a dating coach, go, go to go to him. But for me, I'm definitely the boundaries coach. And if you need to, to um, strengthen your confidence, then I would be the coach for you. So um, let me think. Okay, so I, I'm just trying to think if I have... Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Um, so... Why should she join Single You Academy? So talk to the woman you were in October of 2021. What would you tell her about this program? Why would you tell her to join? Um, I would say like if you're tired of like meeting different guys, different guys, but the same ass character, the same ass bullshit, the fuck boys, like because you don't know what you're looking for. You're just thinking that time's going to heal it, heal you. And then you get in a new relationship and everything's going to be okay. Because you haven't done any healing work or reflected on yourself. And I feel like you should join not just so you can be better at dating, but so you can actually be confident and achieve your goals. I love that. I feel like that may be everything that I had for you. Um, okay. Is there anything else you would like to add uh, about working with me or single you Academy or your growth as a woman? Did we miss? Uh, I would say I loved working with Rika. Like, like no lie. She was very flexible, understanding, like she kept it real transparent, uh, but she also kept you accountable, like for what you were doing. And she kind of met you where you were at, but didn't let you stay where you're at about growth. And like my mindset has changed a lot. And go back to the friend that I had dinner with that I had told how much I paid for it. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, her, I talked to her like a couple weeks ago and she's like, wow, you've changed. Like you've changed so much. Like I'm like so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know. Not that I'm looking for her approval or anything, but just her other people seeing the work that has been done for you. And even my mom had comment like, wow, I remember when you used to complain or do that. It's like, you know, wow. Wow. That is so dope. Every time I have these conversations with you, uh, with you guys, you know, who I call my former clients, I'm just amazed at the work, like the, 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 the woman that you were when I met you, it's like all of you guys are so fragile, fragile. And that's where I was in 2017. And then after the 12, 14 weeks, the strength that you have, is like you build muscles. It's like we was in here doing squats and push-ups for 14 weeks. 
And to see you flex that audacity is so beautiful. And of course, right? Like, it's just like if you lose weight or build muscle, you know, you don't really see it in the first two, three weeks. But then all of a sudden people start saying, girl, did you lose some weight or did you do this? So I think that's beautiful that, you know, your friend and even your mom can see the change in you. You know, I, I love that. And hopefully with your friend, because I know we've talked about her before, she will now make the decision to actually do the work um, and mm -hmm. to get help, whether it's me or a therapist, somebody she needs to find, all of us need to find wise counsel. We can't do it alone. And so I'm mm -hmm. super proud of you. Um, as I said on your last day, you chose Jalencia and look at what it has done for you. Your life trajectory is now on a whole different course. So that old Jalencia, I don't know where she went, but she gone. <laughs> she, on, you know, she in the metaverse or something. I don't know. She's gone. The woman that you are today, I, I really hope that you keep nurturing her, Jalencia. I hope that you keep giving yourself grace. Um, and I hope that you keep being honest with yourself. Uh, and it sounds like you're on the right track. You're still reading um, podcasts and all of that. So stay on that track. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, <laughs> by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. <laughs> and he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, of course, it was inspired by Beyonce. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.